And welcome to the Happy Hour. The always fun, semi-informative, always relevant, and slightly irreverent. Happy Hour talk show presented by App Growth Summit. So whether you're on your way to work, or on your way home from work, or you're bored at work, pop in an episode and take a quick shot of the Happy Hour. So what makes a good dad joke? Uh unexpectedly cheesy and it takes you like a half a second to figure out what the joke was and then as soon as you do you go wow that was a really bad joke yeah i think i think you also have to laugh at a dead joke uncontrollably even though you know you don't want to and it was horrible but you can't help but laugh yeah sometimes you let out a little laugh and then you catch yourself laughing at it and you're like oh my god i just laughed at a dad joke and you kind of have to stop yourself but it's too late because everyone heard you laugh at it yeah and uh <laughs> when i give dad jokes out because i give dad jokes out all the time like the oprah of dad jokes yeah i am the oprah of dad jokes you get a dad joke and you get a dad joke and uh once I did that, and uh, Christina from Mopub, when she used to work there, she was like totally laughing at it. She won't admit it, but I saw her, and she was laughing, and she's like, well, it's a dad joke. How could you not laugh? It's so bad. <laughs> and that's how I get my laughs. <laughs> I always say it doesn't matter if you're laughing at me or with me as long as you're laughing. That's exactly <laughs> a quote I use a lot as well. I love that. Yeah. Hopefully you're laughing with me more often than at me, but <laughs> I'll take either one. Yeah. <laughs> Just laugh. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm Louis Tange from App Growth Summit, and I'm here today with Kaylee Stells. Hello, hello. And our guest is Matt Sadowski. That is me. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. So a cool thing about Matt is he does improv comedy. I do. Actually, we even did improv comedy together. We did. Wow. Because <laughs> I did some improv when I was uh, first moved to L.A., and did that. I think improv... Actually, this is a good little thing to talk about improv. And you tell me what you think, uh, Matt. I think that improv is helpful and beneficial for you, no matter who you are or what you do. A hundred percent. And especially the applications as a marketer, uh, especially. A couple of concepts from improv that I think are great. One is the concept of A to C. So if an improv scene, somebody else had a suggestion of trains, I'm not going to do a scene about trains. I'm going to think trains makes me think of travel. Travel makes me think of going to Montreal. So maybe I do a scene about Montreal. So you kind of take a concept and expand upon it. Same thing in marketing. I have a fitness app, but I can't just keep on saying this is a fitness app. I have to say it's a fitness app. Helps you achieve your goals. Your goal is to live a healthier lifestyle. So now my ads are about healthier lifestyle. So you kind of have that A to C concept. And then the concept of yes and is no matter what is true, you say yes to it and you build on top of it. And that's applicable to pretty much everything in life. Especially when you have uh, bosses and managers and things. Yes and is... <laughs> you're going to be a yes and man. <laughs> hey, don't be a yes man. Be a yes and man. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, that sounds great. And we could do it the exact way I would prefer to do it. <laughs> oh, did they agree with me or not? Uh, exactly. And I think uh, even if you do sales and stuff like that, or if you're a speaker on stage, like uh, improv is so important because, it, or just in life, or even if you just meet someone for the first time, you're at a job interview, you're on a date, things are not going to go as planned. That's the o that's the only guarantee, right? Is I there... hate planning. Um, you know, I, out of all the presentations I've done and all like the speaking engagements, I've never once rehearsed. You don't even have slides. You just scribble things on a piece of paper. <laughs> I just generally know what I want to say, and then I, I improv it as I go. Like, you know, if I know the material well enough, I don't need to have a rehearsed script that I go through, right? So it's just, I think improv's helped a lot with that. So when people present <laughs> at Apgro Summit, uh, I think the most successful ones are the ones who don't have a lot of speaker notes. They're the ones who can know what they're talking about. They already put together the presentation, and they could just uh, present that. Yeah, be confident and just go with it. If you flub a little bit, that's normal. You don't have to be word perfect, right? We're humans. 
Most of us. Perfectly. Most of us. <laughs> Most of us are humans. Are you a human, Kaylee? I am a human. And I also am a human who just did improv for the first time. Oh. She did. Wow. Um, Full circle. I liked it. It was good. I was nervous. I'm not really one that, like, I can, like, talk okay in front of people, but just to, like, do something like that is, like, completely out of my comfort mm. zone. Um, but it was fun. We, it was a small group of us, but we did some quirky stuff. We did some... I learned some stuff, so I think all in all, it was, it was a good time. That does sound good. <laughs> what was that uh, improv class for? The Speaker Association yeah, for the, AGS. Yeah, we have a Speaker Association uh, for Women Speakers, and uh, we started off with like a dinner to kick it off and figure out where the group's going to go. We then had, for a second meeting, an improv class, because obviously, as you just heard, we are fans of improv. Nice. Actually, I think I, I didn't, I think you and me probably about two years ago were walking around, I think it was near Grand Central, and we were talking about how improv would be a good event for some sort of thing that you're doing. And it's cool. Two years later, you actually ended up doing that. So See, full, full circle. So your advice is taken from time to time, Matt. Yes. <laughs> Once every two years. You victory. do have value in this. <laughs> okay. And now we're going to get into a section where Kaylee's going to ask you some random non sequitur questions as if this wasn't already casual enough. We're going to continue <laughs> down this spiral. I mean, this great uh, avenue of ours. Let's do it. So I really enjoy this question. Do you think that you would win more money at Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? That's uh, absolutely Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of random stuff. I could probably hold my own in Jeopardy, but not anywhere close to the way that other people can. I can figure out words. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel of Fortune seems easier. I can figure out words. <laughs> Two-part question. Okay. One, do you like nachos? I do, but with limited toppings. Okay. So, so basically you like <laughs> chips. Like what? chips with some cheese on it. So yeah. then what topping is a must-have on your nachos? I'm lactose intolerant, but cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. The doctor said either... The doctor said don't have dairy, and if you have it on occasion, take a lactate pill. So I got a monthly subscription of lactate. Just for your nachos. <laughs> Just for cheese. Where do you get a monthly subscription of Amazon. Lactate? I get a box of 60 cent every month. Oh, okay. And I go through the box every month. <laughs> Way too much cheese. Italian, you know, Italian I might, household. I might have to do that myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the worst hairstyle you've ever had oh god um i'll show you my driver's license later um <laughs> i had this awful like beatles styled bowl cut through like mm -hmm. middle school and early high school my friends took me to a barber shop said they'd pay for the haircut if i shaved it all off and then left at the end of the haircut and didn't pay for it but they said it was the best thing they ever did for me so wow that's i appreciate what they did like, that's a roller coaster of a haircut it was it was yeah. <laughs> um We'll do a couple more here. If you had to lose one of your five senses, which one would you give up? Oh, man. Um, uh, stumped. <laughs> probably uh, probably sense of hearing. Um, Why? What did you say? Hearing. What? <laughs> that was good. I told you we would have that. <laughs> that was good. Um, because I feel like sign language is another form of language, so you can still communicate with people. It doesn't need to be audible, and you could still get by in life. And I wouldn't need to buy new AirPods every couple of years. So... Did you ever skip school before? And if so, what did you do instead? In high school, no. In college, to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What did you do the night before? Uh, no, nothing. I, I was a, I was a mellow, just, mellow, just tired. mellow student. Yeah, just, just tired. You know, need my sleep. All right. Last one. Where are you considered a regular at? Uh, used to be Starbucks. <laughs> Um, but I've cut that back. Now I would say I am a regular at 
Probably still Starbucks. I go more than... <laughs> I've cut back a lot, but I still go way too much. You drink coffee. It, I don't even drink coffee, though. Oh. I, I what do get, you do I get, I, I, Sometimes I get tea, but I, I like the breakfast sandwiches they have. Oh, okay. okay. So you're the freak who just walks in to buy a sandwich. Coffee? No. The reduced fat turkey bacon's 230 calories. It's fantastic. Oh. <laughs> I like so that. Go. Enjoy that. Shameless yeah. plug for Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> I don't get paid by them. <laughs> if anything, I pay them way too much. So let's uh, go into a section now that we call Talk Nerdy to Me. This is where we'll talk a little tech, because uh, this is an industry podcast, so to speak, in the loosest forms of all of those words and descriptions. Um, what is uh, the best piece of career advice that you've ever been given? Um, hire good people and let them do the job you hired them to do. Uh, you so know. we tell your boss? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it, it's something just, you know, I've, I've had a chance now to build out three different marketing teams. And as you're scaling an organization, it's always becoming more and more complex. And eventually it's going to get to the point where I can't be there for every single decision that has to be made, right? And you have to trust the people that you hired to make those. You know, I've seen some people who like to be involved in every single decision that's made and uh, they they go crazy because you just you can't you don't have all the time of the day to, to do that. So um, really trusting people that you hire to do the job you hire them to do. Especially if you want to sleep late and call in sick just for sleeping. <laughs> I trust you to do it. Let me know that, let me know that campaign went. What's the most common misnomer in the industry that you're tired of hearing? The number of people that work in this industry that believe that Facebook is listening to their phone calls and using that to serve ads. I can't get Siri to answer a question correctly. There's no way that Facebook has the technology to correctly listen in on a phone call and serve relevant ads based off of that. The concept drives me crazy. If you will allow me for a moment here, the reason, rant, the, you know, a, a clear case for why it's not true. The average person living in a city sees between a thousand and four thousand ads every single day. I actually did a study on this when I was at Title. It did three different groups of twenty in the company and asked people to try to recall every ad they could see in the previous day. On average, people could recall point four percent of the ads that they saw. So you forget about ninety nine point six percent. Statistically, you're going to see an ad that's relevant to something you said at some point during some some month. Right. So people like to point to four or five times a year that they go, oh, my God, I was just talking about uh, a Mercedes and I got a Mercedes ad on Facebook. Well, yeah, I was just talking about Dunkin' Donuts and I saw a Dunkin' Donuts billboard. That doesn't mean the billboard's listening to my conversation. <laughs> you know, it's just happenstance that those things happen to come up. And that conspiracy theory drives me crazy. Do you think it's just the Facebook one or just Alexa and everything? You think this uh, it's all balderdash and poppycock? Or do you think that there are some devices that just listen for keywords and then serve it up? I think the devices are listening, but I think they're using that to train their algorithms for the speech recognition. I don't think that's useful for ad serving, especially because if I say I cannot stand milk and then I start getting a bunch of milk ads because I heard the keyword milk, that is the worst use of that keyword possible, right? So not only do you have to have an, uh, an algorithm that's properly picking up all the words that you're saying, figuring out the difference between the different people that are saying it in the conversation, but then also using natural language processing to figure out if it was a positive or negative connotation with it. That's just such an inefficient way to serve ads. So I can't imagine that. And also then Facebook and Google and all these people would have to be lying to us about not using that information. So Oh, they would never lie to us. No, no, never. Um, <laughs> but I just think there's just way too much stacked up against it for it to make sense for that conspiracy to be true. Mm. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. I, I think like uh, I agree 
that I think a lot of people like to blame other things. For example, like there was a big uh, debate over, oh, you're tr- you don't have no more organic organic traction for your Facebook pages. Like the only way to get seen for your Facebook page is by buying ads. And you know that's not true because all you have to do is go to your newsfeed and scroll down. And if every single page that you saw said sponsored, then it would be true. But you see a lot of organic posts in your newsfeed, and it's just that the pages aren't doing posts that are encouraging enough engagement. So what's more likely that Facebook's like, you must pay for everything, or Facebook's rewarding pages that put out good content yeah, with Facebook engagement? Facebook cares about engagement more than anything. Um, if you're not keeping people engaged, they are not going to surface your your stuff, and you're going to have to pay to get it surfaced. And yeah. that's, that's the way it goes. Yeah, and it's kind of it's merit-based uh, marketing. Yeah. Like you put out crappy stuff. Why is it their obligation to show it to everybody? <laughs> that is true. You know, do better marketing. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, we're reaching the end of our amazing podcast with you. Thank you so much. You've been an outstanding guest. Yeah. Thank you for your dad jokes. I have I have more. Just not not ready at the moment. Okay. Say, <laughs> should, we, should we close out with one? You gave me really oh, high no. hopes there. No, 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 no. Can't, can't do that. Okay. that. That to be natural. You can't force a dad joke. Sure. I just didn't. Because then it's a bad joke. See, see? There we go. Thank you. He delivered at the end. Under, under the gun, <laughs> yeah. he came through. Just got to give right. me a good setup. <laughs> Thank you very much, Matt. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for taking the journey with us, and we hope you found it exactly as advertised. Where it was mostly fun and entertaining, but we did manage to get in a little tech talk in there as well, so you can kind of tell your managers that this was actually time spent doing work stuff. Trust me, we won't tell on you. Please subscribe so you can get notifications every time we release an episode, and please head on over to appgrowthsummit.com, let us know what you thought, or let us know if you'd like to be a guest in a future episode, or recommend the guest that would be absolutely amazing. Please tell all your friends and colleagues about the happy hour, and be sure to have lots of laughs until the next episode.